Yeah, how's it going, cause? It's Dave from Delco here. I'll thank you for listening to 10,000 Losses. So this one was a preview for bonus episode. So listen to it, and if you like it, you can go to patreon.com slash 10,000 losses and sign up for a dollar per month for an extra hour of the boys talk about birds or whatever other sports is this affiliate. I don't know. I don't follow that stuff too much. I'm usually stealing copper out of abandoned luxury townhomes or car batteries. All right. Anyways, here's a preview. Hope you enjoy it. All right, so Boston Red Sox. Uh, so they're a team, and they exist, and they they picked this young, plucky pitcher uh, from from Baltimore, from Balmer, uh, named George Herman Babe Ruth, and he's pretty good, pretty good guy. I've, uh, I've heard tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people say he might be the goat. Um, I don't know about that, but uh, no, he's the goat. And uh, so he plays for the Red Sox, and then. There's a guy who owns the Red Sox, Harry Frazee, a man who Henry Ford mistakenly called a Jew. Uh, I mean, we'll I that. feel like that. I feel like he's probably what? not alone in that. If I'm honest, oh, oh, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So Harry Frazee owns the owns owns George Ruth, and the whole idea of the Curse of the Bambino is that Mr. Frazee wanted to put a play on Broadway, so he traded George uh, Babe Ruth for cash. To uh, the Yankees, <laughs> hence the start of the, the curse. Ugh. Also, I do have to say uh, because I was I learned this recently, and I I was I would not otherwise have to hand it to Babe Ruth, but I have to hand it for this. Uh, famously, not racist for the time, Babe Ruth. Oh no, super. Yeah. Actually, his yes. only problem was that he cheated on his wife. And yeah, that but was like, like, but otherwise, like, was actually like really inclusive. He used to like play yes. against like you know, uh, like non-white players on a regular basis, yeah. and like made a yeah, point it, of doing he, it. He would do exhibition games with Negro League teams. Uh, yeah, he was also super chill. Like, he would take the time to talk to kids because he had a really fucked up childhood and ended up going to like a uh, a Catholic um, boarding school mm. and dealing with that bullshit. And, bullshit. And he was actually, and one of the things is too is that he. Uh, I'm not going to say, obviously, but he was called a racial slur because uh, he had big lips and a big nose. So uh, Ruth was was given a lot of shit for for being, you know, maybe having black ancestry, which I don't think is any conclusive at all um, in any way. Uh, but well, so I mean, clearly we was, just need to measure his skull and just you know, right, figure that out, you know, as, as compared to like Ty Cobb, who, you know, beat up a guy in a wheelchair for, for yeah. calling him the N word. And then yeah, when they said like famous, he's in a wheelchair piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and they were like, Ty, he's in a wheelchair. He's got no, le-, or you said he's got no legs. He's like, I don't give a damn if he's got no arms. Uh, so, I mean, as someone who, uh, that's, a, that's a, that's a snappy comeback at the very end. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we as, told this story, that story on the podcast before, but go, go ahead. No, I was just going to say as someone who, uh, once got into an argument with a, uh, um, a gentleman in a wheelchair about the, whether or not it was wrong to have an, uh, a pro union sticker on the back of my Mazda in the middle of Brookline when I was around 19 years old. Um, you know, I guess I, I have to hand it. No, I don't have to hand it to Cobb. He was still a piece of shit. You don't have to hand it to him. You don't have to yeah. hand it to him. Yeah, no, he was he was still like an unredeemable human being. Uh, yeah, Babe Ruth, actually a nice guy. And it was unfortunate yeah. that uh, he got sold off to cover some debts related to a dumb fucking play. Yeah, no, 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 Nanette is the uh, commonly 
stated commonly play. yeah the commonly cited uh play that was the the cause of the red red sox next 86 years of misery i, th- I think i think i remember looking up it was uh actually a play called my lady friends yeah <laughs> well it sounds terrible yeah yeah a the story musical stage play i mean i'm gonna jump ahead a little bit but you know yeah, part of this is uh you know uh there's a uh boston sports writer uh Dan Shaughnessy, who's known for Ugh. being like just kind of like uh ah, fuck, what is he called? Like curly headed idiot. Something like that. Um, that the Sox themselves called him in like 2004. Um, and he's no, he's the one who kind of popularized the uh curse of the Bambino like story. Um, because it really wasn't as much of a thing through most of the no. Red Sox history. It was something that was kind of it wasn't entirely uh retroactively you know kind of imposed upon the red sox history but uh i mean it pretty much was like he just kind of he didn't create it out of whole cloth but he kind of created this explanation you know from about 2000 forward yeah uh and then that that is something when i was doing my research on this it was like yeah no the the curse of the bambino is sort of modern day Lore, uh, you know, it yeah, was something that, lore. Yeah. yeah, it was something that everyone kind of uh, came up with a post facto justification why we sucked for eight decades. Yeah, uh, the, well, you didn't suck. You got to the World Series a shitload of times. Shut up. Uh, just didn't win <laughs> winning, it. winning it is not the same as getting there. Look, <laughs> as a as a lifelong Philly Philly fan, with, our, with and we had our own curse, well, the curse of Billy Penn, uh, which is the the. City Hall has a statue of William Penn on it, and there was a gentleman's agreement not to build any uh, any building taller than the statue. And when they built Liberty One, they're like, "Oh, that's when we sucked." It's like, "Nah, we sucked before that, dude." <laughs> uh, we, we we don't get the ten thousand losses not sucking ass from like nineteen twenty through. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. So it's, it's just modern that we're that we're terrible. Uh, so so when Harry Frizee. Is that how you say it? Or Frazzy? I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't have a guide. When he bought the Red Sox, Henry Ford said of Frazzy's ownership, quote, another club was placed under the smothering influences of the chosen race. He put that out in the Dearborn Independent. Yeah, good. Yeah, Frazzy was not Jewish. Good. good. No, he is for, <laughs> for, for, he for he these purposes. Why did they assume he was Jewish? If you look at him, he actually kind of looks like Babe Ruth. I mean, in uh, fairness, like I'm sure that uh, Henry Ford at that particular point in his life probably considered like anyone who he didn't like to be Jewish. 